It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Arsenal Opinion Podcast. I am here today with Ash. Hello, mate. Uh, no, Matt. Matt is... Uh, he went back home for the Notting Hill Festival. Notting Hill Carnival. Notting Hill Carnival. Carnival. There we go. I remember those days, being which, young. Which, according to The Guardian, should be taken as seriously as Glastonbury. I, um, I like the fact uh, that um, they decided to paint the residents' cars with spray paint this year. Just, just like Glastonbury, <laughs> just like Glastonbury, wow. same vibes. And at Creamfields, they uh, literally went in and stole the parts off cars. Uh, absolute filth! Didn't happen in my day. Didn't happen in my nah. day. Um, so today we've got an action-packed um, Arsenal opinion podcast because um, Arsenal lost first loss of the season. Very disappointing. But there were a few things in and around football and sport that we wanted to talk about before we get into it. Because I know that you're a big cricket fan. Um, how did it feel? Uh, that was just the most insane thing I've seen in cricket. And I've, I've probably watched as much international cricket as I've watched Arsenal in terms of percentages over the last sort of 15, 20 years. Um, I've definitely travelled more to see cricket because places like Australia and India generally tend to be further than Liverpool and places like that. But uh, uh, that was just absolutely insane. It was, it was mind-boggling what we saw. Uh, and uh, all the better for it, series alive. Let's crack on and win the next two. In uh, it, so Stokes in the world of football, who would he be? That's a great question. You know, um, I think the thing about it that is, it's quite hard 
to make that comparison is that while cricket is a team sport, it relies on individual effort. And he single-handedly seemed to, to win that match. Now, it's very rare that a, f- a footballer will single-handedly win a, win a game for you, I suppose. But I suppose if you had one, it would be someone like Messi on the day, right? Messi. Almost, almost makes me want to watch cricket. The thing is, he also bowled incredibly well for, you know, 23 consecutive overs in one session the night before he batted, which is even more ludicrous. And the amount of... I mean, his body must have been absolutely fucked after a day and a half. And, I, and as you told me before the show, gets 1.4 million for six weeks' work when he does the IPL stuff. Yeah, Outrageous. I think that's what he went for this year. Plus his ECB central contract and then endorsements of another couple of million, I'd have thought. Still light years away um, from, from footballers' wages. Yeah, and also light years away from some of the way you'd expect a celebration to occur. Four of them got in an Uber and bought 50 quid's worth of Maccas. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I, I, we've, I've done that. I did that the other Friday night. You pay for that the next day these days. It's worse than a hangover. Um, talking of extortionate wages, Alexis Sanchez just moved on loan to Inter Milan to resurrect his failing career. Should never have left. But he's always been about money. I think, you know, that became obvious. We'd heard that from the club before. Crack on, do what you want to do. I don't, I don't, I don't. Do, you think, do you think anyone asked Lukaku about him? Do you think someone said, what's Alexis like? Well, this is the whole thing. And I'm surprised that given that their manager's Conti and he's seen him play. Yeah. And uh, um, Sanchez always um, came across, like, I, I was told that Sanchez is a bit like a child. Um, it's very difficult to communicate with him on a level um, like they, they would have to hide footballs from him to get him to come back in, you know, like silly things yeah, like yeah. that. And I, I, I heard a story, I think John Cross might have repeated it, but I heard I heard a story that um, Alexis Sanchez tied like a 25 kilo weight around his waist and he turned um, a treadmill up to the max and cranked it up, um, was showing off. And then he, he like ping the muscle in the process when he was at Arsenal, which just just like frames it. You know, he wasn't young when he came to Arsenal, just no. frames the sort of mentality. Yes. I mean, he's a guy whose best friend really is his dog, which I was... Two uh, dogs. Two two dogs. Um, <laughs> so I, I wonder I wonder if he... It'd be interesting to see whether the, the deg- degradation I, of his pace comes yeah. through in well, Italy I think or whether it's a bit slower. it's a bit slower anyway. Let's not forget, he did play... We signed him from... Uh, Barcelona, Barcelona, but he did play in Italy before that. Conte would have seen him play there. Inter Milan haven't really been a force in Italian football for a while. No, their their transfer strategy is kind of pick up the glamour names that have kind of fallen off the wagon a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah, I they've got some decent players in that team, a couple of which we'd have, we've been linked with as well. Um, per- Perisic left, didn't he? Perisic left. Icardi's still there. Yeah. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Amazing that nobody came in for him. I'm surprised, but I think when they... Uh, He's getting the Kaepernick treatment because... He I think they put a reduced... with his best mate's wife. They did. I think he got the... Um, didn't they put a massive release clause in his contract when they upped it or something along those lines? I think there's something weird in there like that, but uh, we'll see. Um, it's... I don't know. Whether, whether Sari manages to keep Juve at the levels they've been at will be interesting to see over there. But... Uh, that's now Aaron Ramsey's job, not ours. Yeah, and Aaron Ramsey's not had a good run of it so far. Out of the Wales squad already? Out of the Wales, yeah. Um, very interesting 
the Juve. I mean, I, 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 part of me wonders, you know, is he not getting into the side because he's so dumb, you know, like when it comes to tactics because he's never really played in a rigid tactical system. But but then Sarri's not really. He's not that, that kind of not the, that kind of coach, right? He's also still carrying an injury. He's still not fully recovered. So he's withdrawn from the Wales squad because they're worried about the injury and he hasn't had enough playing time between when he did his, uh, what was it, his hamstring, wasn't it? Yeah. For us and now. So the international window is what, after this weekend, so it's 10 days away. Maybe he'll get a game this weekend. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, they're not going to spend that sort of money uh, on his salary. You know, Surely they would have scouted him. And he, he's, he's one of those players that, you do want to see him succeed. I don't want to see him. 100%. No, you I genuinely, I was, well. on, I, was on hol- I was on holiday in uh, Rome um, last month. And this is before they'd announced his number. I actually considered there's a Juve store in Rome, obviously, because that would be the right place for it to be. But the, um, I actually considered buying a Ramsey Juve shirt. Yeah, he looks he looked great in it as well, didn't he? Yeah, it's really good. I know we could have done with him on you Saturday. You made lose some money. They've got to make uh, inroads this year. It's such an odd signing. Like, um, I, I I was told that one of the problems that Sarri had at Chelsea is the players just found his training sessions so utterly boring. Yeah, um, and I, I you know moving Allegri on somebody that's. You know, a real, like genuinely a, a bit of a tactical genius. Plays boring football. You know, I, I recognise that. But yeah. He he punched above his weight in Europe, and then to move him on for Sari, who's won one Europa League in his entire career, seemed odd. But Juventus is a well-run club. It is a well-run club, and I think that was as much a financial decision as it was a um, uh, who's available decision. Yeah, but I guess it's interesting that they were a well-run club. Then Morata moved out. They took over into Milan to become the CEO yeah. there, right? So yeah. I wonder whether the, the shift in direction, um, I wonder what the impact is going to be because they've blown a well, lot of cash. They have, but the whole of that, I mean, there's a much bigger piece here with the um, the ownership around the Agnelli family and the fact that they've had to, you know, so it's all kind of, you can track a lot of their management changes and at the board level back to Sergio Marcioni's death. Um, which was not expected because they had to reshuffle the entire Ferrari board, the Fiat board, the Juve board, and they've, you know, they've had a few, um, few changes there. So it'll be be interesting to see. Uh, but I think he'll do well. There. I really do think Aaron will do well there. Yeah, that energy level. Yeah. Just I just struggle to see the fit in in a Sari lineup, but but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, great great players find a way, right? And if Ramsey can find a way in uh, an Emery system, uh, I'm sure that he can find a way um, to make it work for him in Serie A. Um, Continuing on the non-Liverpool bit, because I'm sure everybody's done that to death, but um, we can get onto that in a second. Robin Van Persie trying to make peace in the press. A bit fucking embarrassing, right? Arsenal didn't offer me a deal. Don't care. Yeah, I know. Uh, Awful. Did you you see him get um, taken down on, um, what's that Sky show? A lotto. As, oh, I don't know. Oh, the, a league of their own. A league of their own. Mate. Got caught oh, a prick. It's like, great. Why, why are you I'm back? I'm childish. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. He's got, he's got to take that. I'm, I, but just interesting, though, the, the, these, how these um, TV companies come to these personalities that they bring on. So was wow. it that, that, like, You think oh, Robin Van Persie's an interesting personality? I don't know. I, don't so know. Does, I think it's it was, not working for me. No, well... 
Wasn't it on... Um, on, to, on to brighter news. Yes. Bolton going bust. Fabulous. But you, you, but you don't seem to be as excited as I, as I am. I think... Biggest Brexit club outside Stoke for me. No, I totally get it, right? So I've got absolutely zero love for... For me, Bolton stands for Sam Allardyce, to be fair, and the amount of shit times we had up there. But I, you don't really want to see genuine football fans. And this applies to Bury as well. If you look at what's happened at both those clubs, especially when the owners that were two owners ago or three owners ago that have got them into sort of the situations they're in, you know, and it looks like they are literally going to have to shutter the doors. You, there were non-Berry fans and Berry fans at their ground last Saturday voluntarily trying to get it ready so a game could happen. And they were told to stay away for safety reasons or whatever reasons. And you just think, people forget football clubs, ours included, were founded in communities, Right. Wherever they were, or they were linked to an industry, or you know, famously, why we call the Gunners. Um, and I think it's it's about time that people start to realise. And it, we've talked plenty about ownership and custodianship's a favourite term at Arsenal because that's just a PR bollocks for saying it's your club, but it's not. It's Cronkies. Um, I think there needs to be some more responsible behaviour from the leagues in protecting fans, ultimately, um, around their clubs existing. You know, Bolton was a Premier League club five years ago, six years ago. A mainstay. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. Owen JJ Coyle. Kutcher. Owen Coyle was going to be, you know, Arsenal manager. <laughs> yeah. No, he wasn't. But we did get a manager from Bolton. We got Bruce Riott from Bolton. Yeah. Uh, he signed Dennis Burkham. Took Did? us from 13th to 5th. There you Gone go. Gone too soon. Gone too <laughs> soon. Um, I, st- I still can't see past Kevin Davis. All right, well, just think about Barry then. All right, then you can't think Barry. about anyone other than Neville yeah. Neville. But Three, I mean, What's it, 350 grand to get him out of debt? All those virtue signaling football apparently, players? I Come apparently, on, Gary Neville, where are you with your checkbook? Apparently, it's, well, they can't because they all own a piece of Salford. Ah. Dual ownership issue, yeah. Uh, but the um, no, I do think it's a sad day when genuine fans are being let down like that. I really do. And I think yeah. that's that's who I feel sorry for. And in a way that you know, I'd rather. I, I mean, I don't like the petro dollars coming from uh, coming into uh, to Man City, but a lot of those fans were there when they were in the third division and they were really shit. Yeah, and I got a little bit of you know fair play for that. Yeah, I think Tim Payton made the point about uh, the regulation that goes into stopping uh, big clubs investing you know big money in their teams, and I think his point was made it a few years ago, so it won't be accurate. But he said, you know, we go out of our way to ensure that there's like fair play within the leagues and people can't come in and do a Manchester City, but that's a very protectionist view. When ultimately, like at least these people are in, in, investing, yeah, um, in the club and, and keeping them afloat. And know? actually, I think City are a bit of a unique example. If you look at what they've done in the community, the amount they invest in the community, they're doing it with NYCFC here. They're doing it with the other clubs they own all over the world. Um, I actually think 
when you've got owners like that that are actually more than just, I want a nice trophy cabinet. I'm actually trying to improve the impact this this business, this club has on the people in it and around it. I think that's a very, very welcome thing. Um, the Chelsea model is just literally, to, to coin Arsene's favourite phrase, the financial dubbing, you know? Yeah, I, I wonder how long he keeps interest. He's still, he's still, still got visa problems. Chelsea Stadium still on hold. Yeah, I, I think he's a goner as soon as he can find the right buyer. But people, people know he's selling. So I mean, it's a. And then is it Sir John Ratcliffe just bought Nice? Just bought Nice. Did someone? Did I read somewhere correctly that he tried to buy Chelsea last year? He so he bought a team in Switzerland. Uh, Lausanne, I think it is, and made a few cock-ups there and was trying to buy Chelsea. He describes himself as a a closeted Man U fan. I can't remember what he said. Something like that. But uh, um, he looked at Chelsea and he's decided to buy Nice. I think the south of France is nicer than that part of West London anyway. So If you're going to buy a football club, yeah. that's where you buy it, in my opinion. 100. And uh, interesting to see how... The mighty Patrick Vieira will handle the cash injection. Well, now that's going to be the interesting thing. Unless if he does good, if he does, if he well, does then, well, does yeah. you know, we were all big proponents of him coming yeah. now. That would be Arteta number two choice, Patrick Vieira to number one if he could. That was always the case in my head because um, I think it would have rallied the fans in the club. Like, I I see the argument; it was probably a bit too soon to come straight from the MLS into yeah. the Premier League, but. He had a great first season down there. I mean, Nice is not a huge team in that league. No. They've um, they batted above their average over the last few seasons. Yeah, whether they finished fifth or sixth, something like that. Is it favour um, the manager? The top, the top of the league right now. Yeah. Well, no, uh, favour was the manager there. Yeah, so. that's right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Patrick Vera come back. And uh, it'd be interesting to see what he does with cash. Whether they've got a sporting... You know, what the deal is there. Yeah, I think, that, I think he does work under a sporting director there. Um, isn't he? So, there we go. we'll see. So, uh, we spent 16 minutes talking about non-Arsenal versus Liverpool things. Um, let's, get on to the, <laughs> let's get on to that Liverpool match right away. Um, did anyone really think we were going to go out there and win? Uh, yeah. It, uh, there, there is a lot of nonsense being spewed in the, in the, in the Arsenal Twitter sphere at the moment, and uh, blogosphere, and vlogosphere, and podcastosphere. I could, look, I've got a lot of sympathy for the way people have reacted because of the manner of the defeat. And I think especially, I mean, two goals were clearly down to one individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and did we all think that David Luiz wasn't error-prone? We know he is, but he's, we know he's not as error-prone as Mustafi. Well, he's not nothing to prove that so far. We've got a team that's relatively young that hasn't played together much. It's the third game of the season. No fullbacks. No fullbacks. Very, very good fullbacks. And then you consider the stats. Uh, so in our last seven visits to Anfield, we've conceded 25 goals. Since Klopp arrived at Liverpool, they've scored 26 goals against us in eight games. That's more than any other team. Sheesh. And only Everton have conceded more goals, away goals, against a single opponent than Arsenal at Liverpool with 62. Everton have conceded 64 to Liverpool since the beginning of the Premier League. 
So overall, not good times. (laughs) No, not really. Not good times. And I think, look, I think we knew... The thing that I think was he wants to play it out the back. And there was this ridiculous moment in the second half that the way Liverpool were playing and were pressing us further and further up, you know, and you see Leno kicking it sideways towards the corner flag to get the ball out. At some point, we've got to have a plan B. I mean, this was always a thing under Wenger. We didn't seem to have a different way of playing. I think tactically, you see that, considering the first goal was unfortunate, right? But straight out the gates in the second half, you've got to think, well, let's just let's simplify a little, a little bit. Let's just take the pressure off. Because when we were in attack, albeit in the counter, I thought we, had, we, we created chances. We didn't take them. That, that part of the strategy was, yeah. was right. Yeah. And, and, but Save for Pepe's finishing, you know, we could have been what one one two one with half dynamic, an, with half get, an hour to go. And you get that first goal and you change the dynamic. Totally right. Bit, right? Um, they did very well. Now Tobias is a young young kid, right? I know he dominated the game against Burnley, but he's not going to do that at Anfield at no. twenty two years old. And, and expecting and him to is a little bit crazy. Three matches into the season, of course. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And I just think. I, you could argue about the system whether the diamond allowed their fullbacks to do that and us to be in trouble. I just, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I think, um, I think they're better players than us. I think they're a, a more stable side than us, and they didn't lose out on the league in the last day of the season. Yeah, and to for nothing it, last year. They're a decent team, and we're just not there yet. Yeah, but to put it soonest levels of simplicity, uh, they've got better players. Um, they've got more athletic players. Uh, they had less players injured. And then like the, the, the idea coming from some quarters that more strikers would have solved that problem is a ridiculous one. Going toe-to-toe with Liverpool is... like you, If you haven't seen that film before, watch every single game against the top six club for the last 10 years under Arsene Wenger. So we go there and we attack, we get destroyed. We defend too deep uh, we were too deep at times yeah 100% but <laughs> you get destroyed there aren't many ways to play European champions and not get destroyed when you're Arsenal three games into a season uh, going up there with an unsettled squad with yeah. a, you know like how long's Luis been with us what two three two three weeks max well let's be clear it looks like out of that defence three out of those four in six weeks time will not be first choice Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You've got Bellerin playing on the right. You'll have Holding back and Tierney or Kalasnach if Nacho goes. Yeah. Which looks like it's going to happen. So I think that's the other thing there. I think I was... The only thing I would have done differently, and obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing, is I would... I genuinely would have started the same team that played against Burnley. I think there's an element of continuity. I'm not sure Granite... You know, we're not, I'm not his biggest fan by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't think he added a lot to, to what was there the week before. Yeah, I'm starting to look at Granite as um, if he just does the basics right, fine. But like peak Granite only appears really yeah. when you allow him. If you don't get, if, if, as soon as he's pressed, the best he can possibly do is not make a fuck up. 100%. And he, didn't, and he didn't make a fuck up. I know no, that a lot he, of people were cr- criticising him again, but I feel like it's I think, I think he's a player that would have done really well in the Premier League 10 years ago. 
Yeah. Yeah, right? I agree. I agree. I think he'd have had a little bit more space and he could have freely, you know, pinged the ball around like he wanted, sort of champagne. Well, it's like the way, you know, you see those Gerard passes go all over the place and kind of like... But that, that, that's not what's played in the Premier League anymore. I don't think he's equipped to play this style of football. No, and when you look at the midfield of Liverpool, like they're going to be in the top two this season. Comfortably. It's, 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 not, um, it's not specialist players. They're not like Henderson... Is not a, you know, like no, he's, but what he's, he's, a, he's got a, is he's got an engine room, yeah, and it, he's and, got it, an and engine, it, yeah. he's got an engine room that is really running smoothly, and a front three that are up there uh, in Europe, complete, completely up there in Europe, completely electric, all interchangeable, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and absolutely deadly, hundred percent. And I think injuries aside, they are they will give Man City a run for their money this year. Yeah. And, uh, it's a horrible I think thing to think I, I, about. I think but there are definitely areas that you can criticise Emery. Um, he's this he's this video analyst sage, and he's watched the first two games of the season: Arsenal playing out the back against Burnley and Newcastle and getting boxed in. Yeah, like over and over again. Yeah. We, you know, we gave um, Burnley eighteen chances yep. against us, nine against See, Newcastle. Uh, your boy. Kevin Davis Jr. scored again at the weekend as well. Who for? Burnley. Oh, is that... Ashley, um, what's his name? Barnes. Oh, Ashley Barnes. Yeah. God, I fucking hate him. He's a good player, though. He's a good player. Well, he, uh, your, comment, your comment about it, him reminding you of Kevin Davis with yeah. Matt last week, yeah. I think, just absolutely I was, struck a if chord. I was blogging, if I was blogging 10 years ago, I'd be suggesting Arsenal need that sort of side in the lineup. Get him in. Yeah, him <laughs> but, and Paul Dickoff. Yeah, great. But, yeah, so Emery... Emery it, realises that playing out the back is very uncomfortable for his team, even against shit opposition, knowing that Liverpool are coming there and we, we double down on it and we look just as uncomfortable. Like when you add a we, ball... We, play, really, we really did. When you, when you add a ball-playing defender like Luis into the back line and you're still struggling, but, but at, least, at least vary it. At least don't make it so Fine, clear. Not, we're not saying... Them. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. We're not saying punt it down the field and bank on those... Someone holding the ball up and then trying to get it through to the the quick boys at the front, but you know, slow it down a bit. At least throw the ball out in a different. <laughs> give your yeah. players a chance. Let them, let them come up. Actually, let them rather than getting pressed back by Liverpool because Liverpool are expecting it. Yeah, and I think uh, he maybe took too long. He did. He did. He did take too long to make changes. And you sometimes wonder where that, that is true. Actually, he. I would have. I think when we were two down, he, I would have changed it. Completely, yeah. Caution to the wind. Would you rather lose four four nil or try and go for two two? But that's my worry with Emery that, that he that he's not he's not that bold, and I do think he he is he worries about the press around him, and I think he would rather go away with a four nil than a six nil. And I know that that's an obvious thing to say, but I I, I do feel like Emery as as the his term at Arsenal's gone on actually from the start he's been indecisive at the start we were like half time decisions God, I haven't seen one of these in a while yeah. Emery's decisive yeah, yeah, yeah. 16 half time changes later you're like oh maybe he's not sure about his, his best, best 11 yeah, yeah. and even against uh, Liverpool the weekend like I, I, I was Have, hoping he wasn't going to bring Jagger I, in but he just he goes back and like he can't find that balanced midfield going on to my earlier comment it'll be interesting to see how many times we fielded the same 11 that like game to game in the last season and a half. Yeah, and now we've got now we've got another tough game. 
I mean, yeah. a tough game, but with, with a lot of opportunity, right? Well, I definitely. And Derby games are totally different, right? All the rules go out the window, All right? the rules are out the window. First and foremost, at least you're at home. Um, I think that's a good thing. Yep. Uh, I think while there are some new additions, I think our boys are going to be well up for it. I think there's enough in that dressing room that have played in that fixture before that have seen what it really means. Great Tony Adams uh, video on Instagram today about Derby Day. Um, so I think, uh, and I think, uh, I think the crowd will be absolutely immense. Um, it's that classic, you know. Well, come on, if we were there, we'd be in the boozer at twelve. It's sunny in London. Oh, it's a five o'clock kickoff, isn't it? In yeah. The UK. Oh, that'd be exciting. Yeah. And you know that Spurs. After getting into the Champions League final, are in a are in an Arsenal like position. Mate, three know. players that could still leave: Vertonghen, Alderweireld, yep. and Eriksson. Those are three massive players. I just talk of so- uh, Aurier being really, yeah. Someone's up. Uh, one of the French or the Italian clubs apparently are really interested in him. Pochettino said. This, this is the most unsettled the side's been in six years, which is quite the statement considering how filed, far they moved on in Europe last season. He's filed an HR complaint about his job title. Um, he didn't. Well, no, you, you heard what... <laughs> you don't know. I, I, well, we're in New York no, now. You heard, filed an HR complaint. No, but you know, so hang on. Easy. He did say, he said it in the media, didn't he, before the yeah. season started, that, oh, that he, my job title changed to manager when we signed my new deal, but I'm not in charge of the decisions around this club, so I may as well be called the head coach again. Yeah, and I, I genuinely think he looks... Like utterly depressed, and I—he's—he's he's a top coach. I don't understand I what think, he's doing. I think he thinks he's taken that club as far as it can go without any significant investment or change, and the only way is down. And I think great for us. Good, they can yeah. all fuck off. And everybody forgets Spurs' most successful season ever. They were uh, two two points ahead of us. Was it two points? Or was, I can't say. It was whatever it was. I it think was they did well. I think they've done well, or as well as they've done, because he's largely had. A core set of players that have not been injured, and, and he the, hasn't had to pay him a lot. Yep, which is uh, uh, like how he keeps that wage bill at 150 million odd is just beyond me. Arsenal are what pushing 240 now. Yeah, I think our squad's slightly bigger, isn't it as well? Yeah, but a bit slight, slightly, slightly bigger. I, I, arguably, our squad is up there this season with the Spurs. Hundred percent. You know, I don't think that there's any excuse. player for player when everyone's fit. Yeah. I think we're as good as them, if not better. Yeah. No, we need to go and prove that. Um, and I think it's going to be a very different kind of game at the weekend. I think, actually, um, against that defence, especially if some of them stay, I think Oba, Laka, Pepe, Ceballos could all have a field day running rings around some of those guys. And we, we have to go for them. Oh, right. literally yeah, go like, for the juggler. Minute one... And just try and make sure someone just literally has one job, and that is just stay on Harry Kane. Don't let him anywhere near the ball. Because without him, they're a fairly inoffensive kind of side. I mean, I don't know why they're selling Ericsson. I think Ericsson's actually a class player. I think he's got one year to go on his deal, right? And, yeah, I think, he's, I think he thinks they're not going to go anywhere either. Out of Herald is the same, right? Yeah. I don't know about but they're all they're all like in the last year of their deals. And Maurice is kind of getting old now. Yeah, and I, like after he had three beers, got pulled over and vomited. <laughs> like after his World Cup celebrations. Well, they do work in an actual toilet bowl. Yes, 
So that's where you should be sick. I, and uh, do you know? Uh, I've been peddling the rumor because why not? We're in a world of fake news. Why not add to it? But I read somewhere that Spurs were ten thousand tickets short of a sellout, and they were giving them away at like local schools, which is nice. Don't get me wrong, but I, I. They're not but as that, big as Arsenal. But that not. doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah. people people still don't realise that you can... If you want a, a Chelsea season ticket, you can go buy one now. Really? Yeah. It's also... That, that part of London, it's not, it's not as affluent as that part, right? It's a shithole. <laughs> it's a shithole. <laughs> that, that, that walk from Northumberland... Oh, not, yeah. that, is, that is not a pleasant walk. I, uh, as you know, I used to live in the old stadium when I lived in London, which is great. Absolutely brilliant. Too many three in the morning moments recreating goals, but um, and uh, like you get to the t- you get to Finsbury Park, it's like I'm not turning right. It's just disgusting up there. It's like, no screw that. My one of my pals uh, told me that the worst the worst ever breakup story. He him and his ex moved into one of the flats in the in the old stadium, and they. She was. I don't think she was an Arsenal fan. He was a massive Arsenal fan, and then they broke up, and he had to move out. He's like, oh no! Don't, don't know what I was more upset about—the relationship falling apart or not living in. I have to say, I was the most popular person on match days. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to yours for a beer before the game. It's like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Can I park at yours? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Spurs at the weekend. We win. We've got to win that. Yeah, look. I mean, it's it's. Uh, it's a must-win game because it's always a must-win game, and um, I think they'll have had a, I think they'll have had a, a very introspective moment as a group. I think uh, Freddie, who seems to be doing a lot of the coaching and talking now, will have those guys fired up in a different way. Yeah, I tell you, I'm, I love seeing Freddie there. I lo- like Joe Joe Willock loves him. Well, they he, all love him. Yeah, well, they do because yeah. well, he, he's. Been working with them for so long, and um, there's clearly something he's got from a talent perspective. Because that under twenty three side, um, I watched a couple of the games because they they stream them, don't they, on the old uh, Arsenal website? You got nothing to do on a Tuesday afternoon in December. Um, they played some great football last season, yeah. Um, and I think they're clearly God. Can you imagine? Vieira and Freddie running. Oh. Love it, but I, I do I do think that there is something very interesting. And Eddie, uh, in that's a triumph. Uh, yeah. Well, hang on, just bring back Ray Parler. We've got the lot. Ray Parler, I love his <laughs> Twitter at the moment. I can't stop watching it. Ray, oh, yeah. I've, uh, Everybody's I've, like, you drink so much, but you're in such good shape. But back onto the Freddie thing. I what I think is interesting with a lot of the you know correspondence that come out about him is the, the communication part. Yep. They all say that he, you know, he like he he's the lead communicator in the club at the I, moment, I, and he he mentors and he helps. I think if you look at Emery's grasp and quality of English, it has it hasn't improved beyond where it is now, and yeah. it's not likely to beyond this. Uh, that's not a criticism. People find languages very different and very hard. Um, I think one of the reasons that. Perhaps we've got someone like Tobias in the team and Torreira in the team as he can actually communicate with them yeah. in a more uh, direct manner because of, because of the lack of a language barrier. Um, but I think he's definitely, I think you're right, he's using Freddie to absolutely deliver his vision and his message. Which, put, which puts him in a 
dangerous position. Yeah, it does. Know. It does. Um, Bob, Bobby, when Bobby Robson was manager, he couldn't speak. Back manager of Barcelona, he couldn't speak the language, and he used to give his tactics to Pep Guardiola and Mourinho. Mourinho, yeah. And they used to change them. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, when you're when you're, like having the power of communication over a squad, totally. I would be, you know, because I hate hey, Freddie's very very ambitious. I would be a little I, worried about that. Right? Would you? No, well, look. I have no problem with Freddie being ambitious. I think, no, it's, totally I think it's a great thing. And if, if we get a great manager out of him at some point, if that makes sense, then so be it. But if you're... What's interesting is it's not very clear where that decision came from. Did it come from Emery? Or did it come from someone else in the club? Exactly what I was saying. Because imagine if you went to your boss and said oh I'm going to swap roles with someone more junior than me you'd be like um, I, don't th- I don't think that f- I think positioned as a job swap it is a job swap but I don't think it was for Baldy I think he was going back to what he was doing before no no I'm, I'm not saying that the, the notion was incorrect but you'd be saying okay well if Bold goes someone who I got lumbered with I'm going to hire him someone that I want Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Be, no. So I think. That, my... So I. I definitely think they wanted someone with a connection to the club. On that staff. Now, by the way, we can make the same argument about Pat Rice and Arsene Wenger because Wenger rocked up. Pat Rice was in charge. Arsenal's most successful manager played three one three, um, and he had his own team. Now he could have got rid of Pat Rice, but he kept him for the next. 20 odd years until Baldy stepped up um, so I think I think there's a history of the club doing that um, but I do think this was perhaps something I think there's something there either that it's very smart succession planning which is a good thing yeah. um, or literally someone's been sitting around Raul, whoever and spotted that the way Freddie talks to his players and that gap in Emery's sort of portfolio and made that switch for that to be the case. And, and now, um, now when you watch things that happen at the club and you sort of dig in and look for um, the, the rhyme or reason behind the decision, now there quite often is a strategy. You know, yeah. like, did you see yeah. with the Monreal deal, apparently, you know, there's going to yeah, be I've some sort that. of waiving of a certain element of the fee if we get a first option on, on Sociedad's... Great youth teams, and I like that's a that's an interest. You know, th- I, I feel like there's a lot more smartness in the club at the moment. And no, I, totally. I, 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 I think that's that. fair. Okay, so onto the final segment of the show. So I got a little bit of intel on uh, on on the financials because I don't think I was alone in watching what happened this summer and being quite blown away by. Firstly, it didn't really attack much of the wage bill. Um, despite saying earlier in the summer that we would have to reduce. Um, we broke our club record fee, which went really against the grain of Arsenal leaking to the press. And it was Arsenal. It would yep. have been Arsenal leaking yep. to the press that there was you know, 40 million to, to spend. Um, and doing lots of deals that would have come with very, very expensive agents' fees. Um, That's a great point on the fees, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, some of the fees. So you can talk about transfer fees all you want. But you know, I, I, I've I've heard that the um, the David Luiz deal, all in across his contract, could be worth up to forty million. And that includes his salary. That includes his salary. So, yeah. So that's 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 a that's a fucking expensive thirty-two-year-old. But the 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 interesting piece of 
gossip that I heard from uh, an interesting place was that uh, the Arsenal um, Arsenal have spent next season's transfer budget. So this season is a like it's it's a huge push um, to make the Champions League. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, look, I get it, and. You, you've got, I mean, look, you've got to back yourself at this point. And I think if that's what they've done and it blows up in our faces, then we'll all be straight down their throats because we're football fans. And if it pays off, it pays off. I think there's, since you mentioned that, there's a very interesting parallel. Villa, who came up this season, uh, the season before they lost in the playoff final, that was the end of their parachute payments. And that was it. They thought it was over. Um, and thankfully, they managed to sell the club, get some fresh cash injection, and then get back to get into the Premier League again. That paid off for them. Just. 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 It's a risky strategy. It is. But you know what excites me about it? And uh, Ivan Gazidis was all about self-preservation. 100%. So he never took any risks. Um, They saved up that massive pot of cash so I was a bit worried that he hired in Raul, who was going to be another self-preservationist. And it seems like Raul is betting his Arsenal career on making the Champions League this season. And you've got to say, like, even though I don't rate, I don't think Emery is a, is a great coach. I certainly think that he should be more than capable of taking that squad past Frank Lampard and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer this season. Without a doubt, well, that hand on heart. I think he's got the tools he needs now to, to get this done. And if Spurs I don't think, players, maybe even go past Spurs. Yeah, look, we've got to be third. Yes. We've got to be third. Yeah. I think if we're chasing fourth, we'll never get there. I think United are there for the taking, and I think Chelsea are there for the taking. Um, I still have my dream that Fat Frank is going to take Chelsea down. Um, which would be the greatest season ever. And Frank Lampard took Derby from sixth to sixth. What well, you know? Yeah, like so, so it's you know. I, I know that it's a it's a different scenario, but they I, I, won't. There's, there's they, no specialness. So I watched quite a bit of um, uh, Derby last season because the end of that kind of run got quite interesting in the Championship. I got, as I said, I got a couple of mates who are Villa fans, and uh, especially that playoff final, they were they were played off the park by Villa. And you just look at the style that Lampard's playing and what he wants to play. Uh, again, I think it's a bit outdated for the Premier League. He's not allowed to buy any players. And I think they're really going to struggle when the games come thick and fast. He gets two or three injuries. He's got no kind of... He's lost Eden Hazard. I mean, yeah, but, but, but watch it. I watched the Norwich game at the weekend. Like, cup game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I, they... Do you know, that's a great way of putting it. And then uh, United losing. Yes, yeah. They, they, they're they so... Uh, I mean, they created a lot, but they're not... Uh, like there's, there's, not, there's not a lot of spark in the spark, way that they play. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, kind, it's very cumbersome. Uh, you know, I think betting it all on Martial... I mean, Lukaku's got his faults... But, you know, the guy's guaranteed for getting you a certain amount yeah. of goals a season. And he's proven he like, six seasons in the Premier League. He's and he's scored, still young. Think, he's still young. He's scored young. at least 20 to 25 goals in every season. Lingard looked awful. 
Um, I think Lingard is awful, but yeah, that James guy. I don't know. I, 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 I and then and then I, I read today that United are doubling down on bad decisions. They're about to give De Gea a three hundred and seventy-five grand a week contract. Good, fucking nuts. Absolutely, it's absolutely great. mad. I don't understand um, how how he gets away with it. But ultimately, the the, the gamble that Raul was taking says at least he's interested in getting us back to the top quickly. Love to see. Yeah, that. I think we need to. I think. I think the financial it's ambition, position, right? yeah, it is ambition. I think, I think in risky if it enough. does go wrong, though, because the, the the asset stripping to get back on track could be quite severe. But yeah, I guess at least we've got players to sell now. Well, we have got players to sell. The other thing is we've got. I think there'll be another three or four gone by Monday. Who do you think is? I going mean, to they've go? publicly said Mustafi. They've literally. I don't think anybody's been. I don't know. Everyone being like very fucking direct. Like just came out. (laughs) You can leave. Literally, there's the door. Get the fuck out of it. Mind you, uh, Zidane said that about Bale, and he's had to roll him into the starting eleven. But yeah, so um, El El Nenny, El Nenny, Mustafi. Mustafi. Looks like Nacho's gone. Yeah, a bit worried about that. I am. I. I think if not back in training till October, that means that we've got to put up with Kolasinac until at least mid to late October. That could I just worry about. But there that. are two international windows in that time frame. So there's fewer true. games, right? So yeah. if you're going to do it, I guess now's the time to do it. But then you know the story came out and he played him at the weekend. So who knows? Yeah. Um, and then I think you know there's still potentially one or two. The Mesut thing, who knows where, where that'll end up. I mean, not making the squad. Apparently he was ill again. Uh, you know, like that... Literally, that... can someone just give the guy some, like, yeah, you know... just put him down. Just put him down. Like, cover him in that gel if he's got a cold or whatever he's supposed to have. He's... If, 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 your, if your nan was that sick, you'd, you'd be telling your brother and sister to go and say the last words, wouldn't you? Yeah, well... He can't be ill. I, I just don't... I don't believe... I think if he comes back and he's fit... And he gives a shit to the way he's played before for us. With the attacking lineup we've got, it should be mind blowing. It could be mind blowing. Yeah, why, why wouldn't he want to play in this? In that system? team, yeah, yeah, totally. But is it a commun- or is it a communication thing again? Because he barely speaks English. Why, why ride out this season if you can go to Washington DC now? What's the point? Like his agents talking to Washington about. Uh, next well, season. next season that'll be a January move, wouldn't it? And the well, it depends because could Wayne Rooney shagging around, alleged shagging around, be the outcome of what, what, Rooney, well, Rooney he, hitting the Potomac? <laughs> the, well, the, no, he did. He got caught again at the weekend. Colleen has demanded he return home immediately. What, got caught in Washington. Got out caught with, out. The real in, housewives no, of Potomac. No, no, he got caught in. They were playing away in Vancouver, I believe, and he was caught getting into a lift with a brunette in a hotel uh, after they've been drinking all night. I suppose no one gives a shit if he drinks in well, MLS, right? He could turn a piss also, in MLS and be all right. They have to stay overnight because they don't get private. But you see him complaining about the fact they don't get private planes. Really? They don't have to fly commercial to games. Ooh, poor him. She's. Um, anyway, look, yeah. if Wayne Rooney does, you know, to save his marriage, get to Derby early. Is, is Colleen not living in Washington? No. Um, oh, poor Wayne. That's lonely. He is. I feel for him. I don't feel for Wayne. Never feel sorry I, for I, Wayne I, Rooney. I, 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 well, I go into a coffee shop 
in uh, on Church Street, and they say, "What's your name?" And I say, "Peter," and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Peter." They're what? I go, "Peter." My name's Peter, man. And that's how they understand. Can you imagine Wayne Rooney trying to order my, anything? He might as well be in Paris. My first, have a clue. My first ever trip to Southeast Asia. I was watching, uh, like, well, you know, because the Premier League make their own shows and distribute them globally, and it's about 10, 12 years ago, maybe longer. They actually subtitled Wayne Rooney on an English language channel. Like Did they? <laughs> I have to do that when I watch The Wire over here. Yeah, no, a few no, shows no that that's fair enough. Yeah, that, that, that deep Maryland, Baltimore twang is I knew, I knew someone at Sky, uh, and they told me that... Uh, Jamie Carragher had to have elocution lessons I, before he. I don't disbelieve that. Still, I do not disbelieve. Probably that. still getting them now, right? Yeah. I mean, back. he's from a. He's from Sefton. It's a bit, bit fruity around there. Yeah, man. That was a, where was that place Wayne Rooney was from? And I, I went to a petrol garage there, and um, someone tr- tried to take the wheels off your car. <laughs> tried to try to <laughs> try to mug me while I was pouring. petrol. Sorry, that's a stereotype. Not not, not pleasant. Yes. Uh, okay, all right. Well, that wraps up 47-minute podcast. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you, Ash. Really appreciate you being on. Um, again, I'm not begging for five stars, but I'm saying if you just happen to go past the ratings, just drop us a five-star uh, and share this about with your Arsenal friends, maybe your non-Arsenal friends. Um, it's been great having you with us. We will be back again next Monday or Tuesday. Uh, in the meantime, let's pray for Emery and let's hope that it's a Come home on, win. Come on, Arsenal. Come on, Arsenal. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.